good morning, good day, good afternoon. I don't know what time you're listening to this, but it doesn't even matter. Welcome to another episode of the Excel Tribesman Podcast. Now, today's episode was inspired by a tweet that I was reading uh, earlier today. And the tweet says, as an OG fat boy, when someone conventionally attractive and in shape says that they're sexually attracted to me, I can never get rid of the initial skepticism. And that is the tweet that is going to spark this entire conversation today. So I thought to myself, wow, that is literally how I ended up in my last relationship because I couldn't believe that someone that looked conventionally sexy wanted to date me. And um, it was definitely a struggle um, because you you do go through these moments in your head where you're like, are they fucking with you? Is this a prank? Are they preying on you? Uh, is it one of those things where they're like, oh, you're fat, so you probably will take anything? Like what? You, you have a whole bunch of thoughts going through your head. And so when he said this, I immediately, it, it immediately resonated with me. Um, I mean, let's dive into OG fat boy. I think that definitely applies to all of the people that have definitely been a big guy for a really long time. Cause I think some people I'll say just come into their bigness where maybe like as an adult, they got bigger. Um, I, I'm actually one of those people, although I've been a big guy for a long time, but it, I didn't come into it until my, um, ending of high school years, um, is where I started gaining weight, but like all up and through, you know, elementary and middle, I was a average size kid, quote unquote, whatever the fuck average is. Um, but I was an average size kid and um so but like I said I've been a big guy for more than half my life so I definitely resonated with this uh thing and I um, I actually said wow this is a great podcast episode to explore um and so someone replied with I could definitely understand this especially when some of them are extremely manipulative. And so that's the point I wanted to touch on. I think, um, and this goes across the board or spectrum, wherever you stand on the sexuality spectrum, whether you're straight, gay, bi, pansexual, whatever the case is, I think this works either way because I know as a straight man, which I do have an opportunity to talk to a lot of straight men on a regular basis, I think they, I know they also feel the same way. If a girl in the, we're gonna use the word conventional, so if a pretty woman who's slender, good looking, is attracted to the bigger guy, then immediately he starts thinking, oh, this can't be real. and. I really want to talk about where that comes from. Um, like I said, it, it's, it happened to me. I can definitely say for a fact, that's how I ended up in 
my relationship was because I couldn't believe that the conventional good looking guy was attracted to me and that blew my mind. And so um, I thought to myself, where does that come from? And even though now I'm a super, super, super confident guy, I can definitely tell you, you know, you know, four to five, six years ago, I was not. And I wanted to die for me. I didn't want to dive in into that. But for me, I felt like this came from a sense of insecurity. And I don't know if this is the same for all guys across the board, but I, I definitely felt for me. It came from a place of insecurity because I didn't feel worthy or valid of the love of someone who, quote unquote, the world says is sexy. So it's like you, you, this person comes along and does, it literally sweeps you off your feet in a way that the world tells you you're not worthy of. That person literally has you in the palm of their hands and they can definitely you know, use that, that over upper hand in both good and bad ways. So I definitely can understand the manipulative actions of them all. Um, someone says, actually the guy who wrote the tweet says it never goes away. So many years of rejection by this type. So when the one shows interest, you think something's up. And that's the fact. You literally think something's wrong with this. This can't be right because you can't like me or you aren't supposed to like me. So fuck that. That's what I'm saying for today's episode. Fuck that idea. I know it's hard. I know it's going to sit with you for a long time, but let it sit with you. Let it sink all the way in. Fuck that idea. You are worthy of every fine person that likes you you are fucking worthy like i'm gonna say it again you are fucking worthy if you need to pause it rewind 15 seconds on the podcast you are fucking worthy like um whatever the world says conventional sexy is it just because you don't fit in that box or category who gives a fuck really do who gives a fuck you are worthy of love from anybody that sees fit to give it to you whether they be thin or skinny or slim thick or fat whatever the case is you deserve that love man i i I really want to iterate that you deserve that love um i can definitely tell you for myself Um, It was a long, long, long journey of self-love and self-discovery. You know, I have a, a, you know, other layers added on top of the fact that, you know, I'm a big guy. And I feel like digging through all of those layers helped me get to the place where I am now, where I can stand and tell someone else to say, fuck it. Like, I listen six years ago you wouldn't be hearing my voice as a matter of fact three years ago you wouldn't even have seen my face let alone to hear my voice so i can tell you this myself is a personal evolution when i started xl tribe over four years ago 
I did not want to show my face for the first year of the blog. If you go back to any of those blog posts, you will never see my face. And I think there's one post where you see my face, but you can't see my eyes because I like covered it with the text of the word. That was all intentional. That was all because I did not feel confident in myself. And I was starting a whole platform to teach other men to be confident. And I, the owner of the platform, wasn't even confident. Ain't that some shit, y'all? But, I mean, this is the journey, man. This, this, I, I think I'm going to stand in my truth and say that when I started this journey, I didn't know where it was going to take me. I didn't know how the embarkment was going to happen, but I knew that this journey was going to help a lot of men on their own self-discovery. What I didn't know was how much it was going to help me. That's what I didn't know. Um, so every time I see a big guy with a smile on his face, every time I see a big guy who looks visibly happy, I think to myself, you have more work to do because until every big guy has a smile on their face, my job is not done. And I think about that all the time. Um, I just listened to a podcast the other day um, where the writers of or the creator of Pose talked about when he was sitting in the room, when he finally got an opportunity to have his script heard. Um, it was from Ryan Murphy. And he said, you, the things they were writing, they had to consider every aspect of the writing because number one, what they were writing had never been wrote before. And one thing they said was that I have to make sure that I tell the story in the best way possible because if this fails, other networks are going to look at this and say, look, this kind of content people don't want to see anyway. So I have to make this TV show the best TV show that ever came on TV so that the door can be open wide enough for the next person to just walk through. And that's how I think about Excel Tribe. This platform of showing that big and tall men are worthy of love has to, I have to blow the, the roof off this motherfucker so that the next person can literally feel the rain without digging through, you know, without digging uh, uh and, and and what i mean by that is like they can they can excel farther than i have excelled because i've done all of the groundwork to lay a proper foundation so the next big and tall brand can come in and build the side of the house and then the next brand can come and build on the other parts of the structure and then the next brand can build the roof and then someone can come and make the house beautiful and put the walls in and so i i think about things like that all the time when i'm building this brand how important that really is that's why i there's an immense amount of pressure that i feel to succeed because success means that someone else gets success and I think about that all the time. Um, I want to read another one of the comments. Um, uh, actually, 
the um, the creator of the tweet is actually writing really insightful things in the tweet responses, but it says it's rooted in slight insecurity, but I am normally rejected by certain acro types of men. So when they express interest, I question the validity and their intention subconsciously. Someone else says, yep. And the most gaslighting thing is when you share this with other people, some of them like to play it off as it isn't a valid reason of skepticism when, when it very much is happens a lot with me. And the truth is it happens a lot with me too. So I want to end this episode by saying again, you are fucking worthy of it all that I learned a long time ago um, from Hey Friend Hey she runs an amazing podcast uh, called The Friend Zone and one thing I learned from her is you the voice inside you that's talking to you crazy it's because you develops that voice if you want the voice inside of you to talk to you nicer, then you have to train it to be nice. So you know that voice in your head, like sometimes when you look in the mirror and that voice tells you, oh, you fat or you don't look good or you ugly. That voice is because that you train that voice to see the worst parts of you. And this a practice of self-love that I learned a really long time ago was... For all of my fellas out there, if you don't have a full-length mirror, I need you to go buy a full-length mirror. Trust me. Trust me on this. When you get the full-length mirror, what I want you to do is train your mind every day that you walk. Well, first of all, put it in a place where you're literally going to walk by it every single day. Like there isn't, it needs to be in a place where there's no way you can pass it every day because I need you to see yourself every day. And every day that you see yourself walking by the mirror, don't just walk by the mirror. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself one thing you love about your body. I actually would prefer it to be somewhere where you could be naked because I want you to look at your body in its entirety and really love it. And you start to do that by telling yourself nice things about your body every day eventually what you'll find is the voice in your head will change it won't say oh you're fat oh you're ugly it'll that when you walk by the mirror the voice would be like damn take another look at you look at you today like or like when you walk by the mirror you probably got on like your freshest clothes the voice inside of you be like um you need to back up because you see how fresh those kicks are That's what the voice inside of you will start to say. Once you learn how to train the voice inside of you to literally be nicer. So, like I said, buy yourself a full-length mirror. Look at it every day. Tell yourself one nice thing about yourself every day. I promise you, insecurities that are deep-rooted, especially when they come from childhood, do not disappear overnight. Sometimes they may never disappear. But you can train yourself to subside them to a point where it doesn't 
affect you on a day-to-day basis it may it may get brought up by certain things that people do or say or something you see but if you train your voice to be nicer then it, it won't be something that is so heavily inundated in your day-to-day life um so i want to thank you all for listening to this episode um I knew I was going to get personal, but I didn't realize I was going to get this personal, but it's okay because that's what this platform is for. Um, If you liked this episode, please share it. I'm trying to grow this podcast. And as we know, podcasts ain't cheap. And so I would like you all to get this into every earbuds that will listen to the Excel Tribesman podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening. My name is Kirkland and Catch you on the next one.